Hi everybody, welcome to the Lock Pod, the Lead Rhinos Lock 17 podcast. Bit more intro for you there. Kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands for any companies out there that need a brand new logo or a brand refresh. Just get in touch with ACDMB. Thank you as always to them for sponsoring us. This is a very special edition of the Lock Pod. Very lucky. Once more, we've got another special guest. But joining me as always, and he is my special guest, and always will be. It's Statman Reese. How are you, Reese? Am I your special guest because I went and loose forward yesterday? Is that why? Yeah, whoring yourself out. I saw you. I saw you. And it's not on to the fair. It's not. Did you enjoy it? I just needed a platform where I could say that I'm a better Statsman than Bobby. Yeah, you needed a platform to show off. Is what it was. Did a bit, We've yeah. got a very, very special guest, Reese, who is on with us today. We do. We have a, a member of the Leeds Rhinos Women Grand Final winning team from last season and is now a shining beacon for Women's Rugby League, going down to be one of the first British female players to go down play in the NRL. In the, and that's Fran, Fran, how Hi are guys. you? I'm good, thank you. How are you both? Absolutely ecstatic to have you on. Obviously, I, that's normally when Eddie replies, but he took a swig of his drink at that point. <laughs> but yeah, ecstatic to have you on, Fran. Thank yeah, we are. We're chuffed. No, we're chuffed. Absolutely chuffed. How are you? How are you? How are you feeling? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm getting excited now. Nearly leaving. So yeah, well, pretty quickly. We've discussed this because we are a Leeds Rhinos podcast, and we have questions from our listeners. And when the when the move was announced that you were going out to the women's NRL, we we discussed it, didn't we, Reese? And we kind of were like, we're gutted that you're leaving, and we are yourself and Georgia. But we were also like torn because we kind of felt like we want you to go out there and smash it. So it was like a a real bit sweet type feeling, wasn't it, Reese? It were almost quite unique. Yeah, no, it was. And we had that conversation of would you rather lose Fran to Rugby Union or Rugby League down Australia, which I'm sure we'll come <laughs> on to today. But sure. I suppose one of, the, one of the first questions for you, Fran, was I suppose were you, from our perspective, does that sort of resonate with you in that? Was it a difficult decision to make or was it an easy decision oh, yeah. to make? No, definitely. I think having a club like Leeds with the people around it and the culture that it brings and the memories playing, I think that's They've given me the first opportunity to play at a, a good standard and play for something and play for winning and medals and things like that. Um, I think it's always a hard decision, but I think they would agree as well that it's a it's too big of a opportunity to turn down. And uh, I hope obviously they're wishing me well and I'm looking forward to watching them smash their season out as well. Sure, the world. So I thought we just want to start quickly about a bit about your career. We, we've spoken with Danica before, we've spoken with Sophie, and obviously Sophie's journey is slightly different to Danica because the opportunities in Women's Rugby League weren't strong, you know, when Danica was coming through and a bit later. And sadly, she played Rugby Union as well. I don't find that a sad point because I played Rugby Union. I've actually never played Rugby League, so I'm a dual coder. So I'm I'm all for it. Um, but how did you get into Rugby League? Was it from, from school or like how did you sort of, where did your journey start? Yeah, so Lois came into my school uh, when, like, year eight, around that time. Um, and that was as I had just finished playing rugby league for Geisley Rangers with the boys in the last year. Um, and then sort of didn't didn't really know what to do after that. Um, wasn't really much of an avenue of where to play in the women's side. Um, 
but then they had a under 19s um like open open day training session so I went along to that and then it sort of happened from there I got into the 19 squad trained with them for a uh, for a period of time and then there was a lot of injuries in 2019 uh, for the first team um, and then 16 year old me just got chucked in and I sort of haven't haven't looked back since but it happened pretty quickly for me um, but I think I think that helped me out quite a bit um, just getting chucked into the deep end and just just going with it. So was rugby league a first love of sport then or is there anything else that came before it? Um, so played rugby union since I was five and then also played a bit of cricket. Um, mm-hmm. But whilst playing the cricket season, I think, I think I'd always be like, oh, when can I put my boots on? When can I get back out? <laughs> um, so I think that sort of made, that was an easy decision for me to not play cricket. Um, but yeah, now I'm still torn between <laughs> union and league a bit. <laughs> Yeah, because obviously you've been playing England in the twenties, haven't you? In, in recently, so are you still playing Union for a, a club then, or has that come from your time with these Rhinos? Um, I mean, playing in the twenties was a great experience, and I've also played for Loughborough. But again, Oz is too big of an opportunity from yeah. either codes to to not go. So both on the same page, had hard conversations with both, but no, I think think I've made the right decision. <laughs> Definitely. So, I suppose obviously the women's rugby union is it professional in the Premiership or is it? I know the, is it the, the England team's professional, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So England team full professional and then uh, semi-professional. For right. the, and the was prom. any of those union teams knocking on your door at what point? Um, a few, but um, because I'm at Loughborough University, it's just it's handy to play, and they're a great side, so um, was sort of just no brainer to play for them. Fair enough. And when did the first sort of England call-up come knocking? I can't remember when you were first called up. That's a good question. You put me on the spot. Eh? Uh, <laughs> this is the league as well. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago. Few years, I think I was 17, 18. Yeah. Mm. 17, 18. And in terms Wales. of obviously the progression of women's rugby league in the last couple of years, have, have you seen that progression? I think we've seen it as mm. fans in that there's been great involvement. Obviously, we had the 5,000 crowd earlier on this season. Uh, obviously, you weren't playing in that, but we now know why. Oh, you were England in the 20s anyway, weren't you? Sorry. Yeah. Um, but we, I feel like the game has grown. Do you feel that as a player? I think, yeah, massively. I think, obviously, when I was younger, I think I just remember being the only girl in, in a boys' team um, and obviously loving it back then, but it it's not ideal for certain people. There's a lot of people that get missed in the system because of that and I think we've seen massive developments now that there is all girls team and there's not just a small number of them there's becoming larger numbers and then obviously within our game even from 2018 their grand final seeing the difference between that to 2019 to now obviously last year I think the media behind it obviously yeah. Sky getting involved the double headers I think it's massively growing and it's it's going in the right direction and and definitely off the back of the World Cup and um, the women's football. I think that's also massively yeah. progressed and definitely put us on the platform that we needed to to uh, showcast what um, we're capable of doing. But I think it's massively grown. And before we come on to the mailbag, I just want to touch on last season because, of course, you were grand final champions. You went one better than the men. 
Um, but you're also a Challenge Cup runners-up as well um, to Saints. So how did that sort of figure in that season, obviously getting the runners-up in the Challenge Cup and the coming through to win it all at the end? Did, it was quite a journey last year, to be fair. Yeah, I think I think early early on in the season, we were just finding our feet. And I think that mm. defeat was very hard to take at the moment, at the moment in time. Um, watching them lift the trophy... I'm a very competitive person and I think a lot of um the Leeds team are and it was it was not a nice feeling to have to watch them, but I think that made us even more determined to go out there and and win the grand final. And I think for the semis, we massively came together as a team yeah. with having players injured, a few things not going the way that we wanted, but I think that was massive credit to the depth in our team and just how how well we did actually come together and gel and think now we've got we've got this in the bag. We just have to believe in our abilities. Um, so yeah, I think that was more of a special moment winning that um, against them playing York after the semi final and how well we all came together. And then that followed the World Cup. Obviously, your first World Cup, wasn't it? In was it your first World Cup? Yeah, mm-hmm. first World yeah. Cup. Um, mm-hmm. How how was that experience? Obviously, again, playing against the Australians, who you're going to be going to play, uh, or the Kiwis, wasn't it? But who you going to go play down there? Yeah, it was it was amazing. I think when when I was in it, you just try to take everything in. I think yeah. there's so many things that you can miss and think, oh, like, I wish I could have done that. But things just took it in my stride a bit. Obviously, going in, not really knowing what to expect. It's probably... Yeah can be easier and like a bit daunting at the same time but um no it was a, it was such a great experience and to do it with the players that we had and the, the staff that we had I think was just really special and it being your first it, it makes it even more special and then obviously that leads into sort of this season I mean off on on, on the podcast me and Eddie were confident that the women were going to get every single Game I, well, I, didn't, I didn't think they'd lose a game. I thought they'd win we, every single game. And maybe it was denial because we we, we knew there was going to be opportunities for you and, and Georgia. Yeah. And I think we kind of hoped you would stay. But obviously, York um, did well, played fantastic in that first game. How do you think the Rhinos when will go on this year? No, I think I think we've got we've got a very diverse and strong strong depth in the team. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of new players in, a lot of new combinations, and I think. They just need time to gel with each other and fully trust, put trust in one another. But the skill sets there, um, and I think that obviously the coaching's new coaching staff as well. Um, and I think that they just need time to to get put it all together. Um, but I think they have a very very strong chance this year, and I am very very much looking forward to watching them play from the sidelines. Awesome. I hope hopefully we'll get us on TV so you can watch it when you're I down know, in I'm North. Hoping yeah. so. Yeah. Hoping so. so that leads us nicely onto the mailbag, actually. And I'll kick off this one, uh, Eddie, because we've got a question from someone called well, Kate, Cowboy Kate, who is, I believe, yes. a netballer down in mm-hmm. North Queensland. A netballer from Queensland. Uh, and she's asked uh, or said, Hi, Fran. Uh, can't wait to see you in a Cowboys jersey later this year. What was the main reason for you putting pen to paper with them and sign with the Cowboys? Um, I just think, um, obviously, Ben Jeffries is their coach. Um, also, was head coach for PNG, and he's got a lot of background, got a lot of experience in the game. Um, and I think I can just learn a lot from him. Um, and the culture that 
and the community that he spoke about very much matched values that I hold. Um, so I think it was just that really. I think he's a very good coach and I'm just looking to learn um, new skills um, and put that put my abilities to the test. So I think that was the reason that I chose Cowboys. How did the move come about, Fran? Is it something that's been in the pipeline a while or did it happen really quickly and kind of you grabbed it as soon as it appeared? It happened pretty quickly, actually, to mm. be fair. Um, just off the back of the World Cup, obviously, mm. that brings exposure. It brings Absolutely, yeah. playing playing the best teams um, from around the world. Obviously, it's going to it's gonna bring um, the attention, bring the media. So yeah. it just came off the back of that. A um, few like, agencies messaged me, um, and then I went and picked um, SFX management. Um, mm. So they've helped me in just talking to clubs, um, seeing who's interested, who's not interested. Um, and then it just really came about from there and it's happened pretty pretty quickly um, off the back of that. Mm-hmm. Really... Have you been to Australia before? No, I haven't. So all <laughs> new experience. So it's going to be amazing. Fun. <laughs> no, yeah, fingers amazing. crossed. Can't wait to watch you out there. Um, so on, our mailbag is pretty random. So you've had a bit of a... Yeah, you're kind of aware of some of the questions that are coming up, so don't be too alarmed. Um, we'll start with an easy one for you. What's your favourite music at the moment, Fran? Artists or Spotify playlists you're enjoying? Um, probably just pop music. I'm pretty standard. Yeah. I, pr- I like quite a lot, so mm. I'll probably listen to all sorts, bit of R&B in and there, but yeah, um, mm. I'm quite diverse with what music. I just If it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah, that's it. What's your drink of choice? I like a cup of tea. I think you can't go tea? wrong with a cup of tea. A cup of tea? You can't go wrong. Oh, come on. Come on. You you oh, at university. Oh, yeah. Rugby going down under yeah, and says a cup of tea. If you have a good cup of tea, I think it trumps everything. What if you can't get a nice cup of tea down under? You can get Yorkshire tea in an Aussie supermarket. I can, can you? Can you? That, yeah, well, you definitely get Is them in New Zealand. Is it expensive, though? Oh, it's really expensive, yeah. We'll so have just to get, send your, you some. get your dad we'll to, to send keep you sending some. them down. I'm going to have to get a, a routine package, monthly package coming in. You are That's just what I'm going to have in. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Need your tea. Need your tea. Uh, favourite TV shows, Fran? Got any favourites? I think Friends is a classic. I don't think you can go wrong with that. And then probably like, Benidorm. I think you can put Benidorm in the background and just listen yeah. to it all day long. <laughs> what, what year were you born, Fred? Uh, 2003. 2003. So Friends wow. literally was just about to finish. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's the year. It's as old as yeah, you. but it's a classic. It's an it is a classic. classic. Yeah, it is. I mean, Benidorm's quite old as well. I've not watched Benidorm. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I'm going to jump in with one of the weird ones because it's funny. It's a question we asked Danny Maguire. Okay. Um, actually, and it came from there, so that, that's why we're going to ask you. We're going, I think it's now going to become a, a lot pod special question. That we're going Every to single everyone. special guest is going to get asked this question. Now. Oh God! So, okay. would oh, you God. rather? Yeah. <laughs> would you rather wake up covered in ham every day, and don't and not have no reason why, or would you rather sweat mayonnaise? I think I'd rather wake up covered in ham because then at least you can get rid of it. Yeah. Like yeah. it only happens yeah. once in the day, mm. and then you can have a shower and get on. Like even though it's probably very weird, you wake up and be like, "Oh," yeah. but I think you can mentally prepare yourself if it keeps happening. Whereas if you're just sweating mayonnaise all day, that would be disgusting. 
Might help for being a bit slicky. Like your jersey won't get grabbed, though, will it, during a game if you smell a gun? That'd just be. Oh, imagine that just getting everywhere. I don't want to imagine it. (laughs) (laughs) On a similar vein, would you rather have tiny little baby hands or ears the size of elephants? Massive ears or tiny hands? I think this is a harder one. Because it'd be hard just to step with tiny feet. Feel like you'd mm. always trip over yourself. Mm. But then no one can see them. Yeah. But then, but then if you had big ears, maybe you'd take off like Dumbo and you'd just fly down. Maybe you'd also have super, like, super hearing as well. Like, yeah, you'd just be able to hear loads. We need to, we need to have more depth to these questions, Reese. Like, you know, a bit, a bit more criteria. <laughs> Normally people just give an answer straight away, whereas fans going really analytical. Like, no, I like just going yeah. to the nth degree. <laughs> Like, like if, if my ears were bigger, would I have the balance? But then I've got tiny hands, I can't catch the ball properly. Yeah. <laughs> Making it relevant to her role. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably go ears. I'd probably go ears. Why not? Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll bring it back to a bit more of a normal uh, one now. Um, what's something that's popular that you think is boring? Oh, good question, this. Mm. I think is boring. Probably like golf or something. Agreed. We're on the same page. <laughs> I think it's a bit, it's just a bit, it's a bit non, I would class it as a sport. It I isn't a sport. Reason, you are the correct. The reason people play golf is so they can play on business and get paid to do it whilst they're working. That's why people though, play golf. If you're really good at it, like it, I think it's a hard skill to master, but it's just so boring. It is. It's like, I agree. It's like table tennis. You just go yep. on like this. Another one. Like darts. Boring. Yep. That's Agreed. That's it's golf. You, f- you fill your bag with beers, not golf balls. That's it. <laughs> and it's such a long day. Yeah. So long. What are your favourite foods, Fran? Uh, can't be a Sunday roast. You can't. Can't be can't. a ham and crisp sandwich. No. Nope. That's a good one. What crisps do you put in your ham, Sarni? Salt and vinegar. I think it's got to be. It's a bit yeah. of a clash, isn't it? No. I don't think so. I think, to be fair, I think you can do them all apart from prawn cocktail. No. See, I think prawn cocktail crisps are elite. So I... I In a ham sandwich? Yeah. No, that's gross. That's disgusting. Have you tried it? Have you no. tried it? No, I haven't. So you can't knock it. You've got to try it first. <laughs> Frank Goldfrop special. There you go. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sandwich with a. You're going to go away cocktail. this week and you're now going to have tried it. I'm looking at, we don't have any prawn cocktail, Chris. I can <laughs> see beef and, onion and, beef and onion, salt and vinegar over there. No, um, I'm going report back. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in New Zealand, they did have takeaway roast. There's like takeaway places that did roast. Really? So you might still be able to get like a takeaway roast in Aussie if it's they definitely had it in New Zealand. But, but... it won't be as good. No, it's not as good. It's not as good. But it's you, not you know... it's not homemade, is it? It's no. not made by my mum. My mum can't fly and come and make me. I mean she could. She could, but you might have to ask for a bit of a raise from the cowboys to do it every weekend, <laughs> like. But um yeah. Every weekend. You should have you, you've back. overlooked that. You should have put that in the contract. Yeah, you should have said. <laughs> let's, uh, let's mum every Sunday. Let's stick with the food that question. Dave, David Grant has asked, and he can't say Sunday roast because you've already said this. But okay. what British food will you miss the most in Oz? 
Bob and biscuits. You'd be um, able to get a bourbon out there, surely. No, I don't think you would. You know. Oh wow! You get Tim Tams out there though. Yeah, what's but the, what's the Tim Tam? I can't remember. It's just a really Aussie thing. I'm just gonna have to Google it now. Whilst we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Probably just like dairy milk chocolate. I think you can't get dairy milk out there. No, you can, but it's well expensive. All oh, right. And right. Monster Munch crisps. And you can't get Walker's Pickled Monster onions. You I don't get... know, do I? I am peas. Am I supposed to know? Right. Go back to Tim Tams. Tim Tams are a chocolate biscuit. So they might be as close as you can get to. Yeah, but what type of chocolate biscuit? Oh, God, I feel like I'm being interrogated. It's just that we're <laughs> interviewing you, not us interviewing <laughs> I need to know detail when it comes to chocolate. It consists of two malted biscuits separated by a light hard chocolate cream filling and coated in a thin layer of ch textured chocolate. Okay. I might Sounds have to try like them. I'm going to have to try them and report back now. Sounds a think. bit like a bourbon. So Sounds like a penguin. Are there, you've mentioned cricket, you've mentioned rugby union, we know you play rugby league, you know you play, are there any other sports that you are good at? You seem like you've Good at all sports? I'm not very good at swimming. I think if you, if I could try all sports. Yeah. Like yeah. most people find me annoying because I can be all right at sports that I've never mm. done. Mm. And they go, you've definitely tried this before. And I'm like, no. Um, I used to play netball. I used to play hockey just in like school. Bit of football. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Is there any sports that you particularly enjoy watching that's not rugby? Golf. <laughs> <laughs> My brother's put that on and I just I just don't understand it. Just don't get the enjoyment. Um quite like watching F one. Oh no. It used oh, to I think I think that's all right. Do you enjoy that, yeah? Yeah, but I think that's because my grandma liked it, so I watch it with her. Watch it with her, yeah. 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 Is it my question? I think so, yeah. It is. What are your bad habits? Have you got any bad habits you're willing to admit I bite, to? I bite my nails a lot. Yeah, I, think. I do. And then I just, I can't really sit still. Mm. So I'm probably just a bit hyperactive. Like in the World Cup, I was not not very loved by people because <laughs> I just be so annoyed. You can't sit still. I can't sit still, so I, like I have to be entertained. I have to be doing something, and I get bored really easily. But I also can be entertained really easily. <laughs> so... Very self-aware. <laughs> so, which member of the England World Cup team then did you annoy the most? Let's put that Good out question. there. Oh, um, probably the staff. The staff. <laughs> probably the staff. No, uh, probably like I got on Roach's nerves a bit. Um, mm. Shona probably, but Shona would just tell me how it is, and she'd be like, "You need to just sit down now." <laughs> um, no, there's probably a few of them. <laughs> probably a few. Is that why Georgia Roach is going to a different club then? Because she just couldn't. <laughs> probably. She just couldn't stand trying to you. get away from me. She's trying to get away from. Me. <laughs> um. I'm trying to look at the other questions we've got on here. Who uh, who are your heroes or idols, either rugby or just in general? Um, obviously, growing up from Leeds, I think Kevin Sinfield, Robbie Burrows, I mm. think that was like an era that I grew up watching. Um, 
and they were just top class players and just the mental strength obviously that they have um obviously that we've seen mm. in recent um times now um is just the men's so probably them two and then in the women's game probably Lois and Emily Scarra I think I looked up to them yeah. too um very much in a female aspect mm. so when you were younger did you come watch rhinos then were you were you brainwashed like our family brainwashed me and Eddie <laughs> I wouldn't quite say brainwash, but yeah, um, I used to used to go with uh, my dad and my brothers and my mum. So yeah, um, I think we very much grew up watching watching Leeds uh, in both football and rugby. Football as well. Yeah. You poor, did, it, poor did at any point your family think you'd be putting going to heading like you'd actually be playing at Headingley? Was that ever? Mm-hmm. probably not? Um, I think parents obviously see me growing up playing sport I think they'd be like oh she could potentially do something but um probably why sitting there watching probably not at the time but um I think they're very proud proud that I have been able to achieve that absolutely it's it's special to go on that pitch I mean me and Eddie got to go in the the end zone we didn't get to go anywhere else we weren't allowed further on the pitch but what I suppose what is that when obviously with the new stand as well, walking out into Headingley for the first time? What what is that feeling like? I don't think you can quite I don't think there's words to probably explain it. I think it's a very unique feeling. I think you do treasure it a lot. I think it is just one of those places that is just like wow. Like it's pretty cool. Um and just even like the actual pitch itself is just it's in good nick. So um, yeah, I think it's a very, very special feeling that probably is very unmatched by by any pitch I've played on. What's your favourite ground apart from Headingley? Then is there another ground that you've played on that you thought mm, this is probably to- totally wicked stadium because I'm we saying, keep yeah. winning there. So I'd say <laughs> that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always pretty close games. I think there's a few special moments. Um, as a team on there, so yeah, I'd probably say probably say that. But also played at Ellen Road. I think that was that was quite. It's quite yeah. like it's smaller than you think it is, but bigger. Mm. Like the actual mm. pitch is quite small, but I think it's because the stadium's very close. Yeah. Um, on top of you. Mm. That was that was um that was a good day. Just on the men's side, Fran. What have you made of the men's side and and their start and Rowan Smith? Um, I think obviously they've had a few injuries. I think mm. it's obviously hard for them um, with the injuries. Um, and I think obviously it's not been great at times, but I think knowing Leeds, we always come back at some point. Um, so just rebuild and keep going again. I'm reading into that as we're going to win the grand final. <laughs> Correct. If you haven't listened before, Fran, Eddie's just a little bit delusional. <laughs> Um, but always positive. Uh, anyway, it's one question we always sort of ask. Um, it was asked Sophie and Danica, but it was particularly Danica that felt that the club is sort of one club. You know that the, yes. you know, the, the women get the physios and the same sort of access that uh, that the men's team do. Um, is that something that you resonate with as well in terms of feeling it is one club? Yeah, I think we're very very lucky in that aspect. Um, that. It is very much one club. We all appreciate what everyone's doing. And I think, especially when Rowan came in, we had that massive training session where we were literally 
all in one place, yeah. all at one time. And I think that just epitomises what that what Leeds Rhinos is. Um, and they're all very nice. Um, they make the time to obviously support the women's game um, as well as the wheelchair uh, and other teams mm-hmm. like that. So I think I think it is a very very special club in that aspect that that is a unique you don't really get that across um many clubs um i think we're very very lucky to have that support um and very lucky to have the infrastructure that we do um obviously now playing at headingley that adds to it as well mm, agreed um favorite holiday destinations fran is there anywhere you've been or anywhere you'd like to go that you've never perhaps been to before been to barbados that was pretty cool oh, Mm. Went on a cricket tour there. Um, places I'd like to go is probably just... Uh, Oz has always been on my bucket list, so tick, can tick that off soon. And then just probably like Bali and places like that. Yeah, nice. So a couple of questions from Twitter, um, Fran. Lorna's viewers asked, which of the mad Aussie animals are you most looking forward to seeing the most? Probably a kangaroo. Kangaroo, yeah. Cool. yeah. Or a um, koala. You... But they look really cute, but I think they're actually really, really vicious. Yeah, I think they are. Are you, you scared mm. of spiders at all? I'm not scared of them, but I don't particularly like them. Yeah. Depends how big they are. <laughs> I was going to say, they're a, they're a tad bigger over there. The ones we have. The same oh, yeah. venomous. The, same the ones snakes. out there. Snakes, yeah. Well, just make sure you get a flat that's quite high up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't get a house that's not At least ground. on the fifth floor. Yeah. Um, Laurie's also asked, what are you going to miss most about Leeds? Um, I think, obviously, family's a big one. Um, and um, probably just, like, probably just, like, the walks and the scenery. I quite, mm. I'm quite... It is beautiful. Not country, but a bit country. I like that. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I live in quite a nice place, so... Completely different down there, though. I mean, oh yeah. I lived in New Zealand for a year and thought nothing was as beautiful. I came home, what the dog was like. Yeah, but it's still not as good as this. Um, but no, it is good. Um, Laurie's also asked, and we kind of touched on it a bit, but how did you find playing for the England Union under twenties? Yeah, it was it was a great experience. I think um, obviously it's quite hard juggling both at times, but I think experiences like that, even even if I I'm going to Oz. I think you can't really turn them down. Um, and it was great that we played France home and away. I think that sort of topped it off that we were able to do both. Um, and it's always great being in camp. I think you're in your own little bubble then. You just mm. enjoy it. You're having fun with your mates. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. Did you play centre in Union as well? Um, so I played a few different positions. I played full-back, centre, and then played on the wing for the first game as well. So I right. sort of dotted and around um, wherever needed, to be fair. So you didn't feel the urge in a tackle to get up and put it through your legs at any point? That, <laughs> when you're constantly juggling between those two games... Like, now, I, oh, you, tackle! You must, now, you must now and then just get confused, like on the fifth tackle, just randomly kicking it, even before. though you, you've done it before. <laughs> I have done it before. Start I think, a line out. No, I think... No, I, went, I came back into... Leeds training and I went to present the ball and one of the girls went get up now and I was like oh, forgot 
And then obviously you get rinsed because union and league, it doesn't mix. No, okay. So I, I, it has happened a few times. It has happened a few times. Is um is centre your favourite position then? Is that your favoured or? Um, that and probably fullback. I think. Either or. Just yeah. um, getting used to playing both them positions, but I've really enjoyed playing fullback at the minute. Um, mm. so yeah, probably them two. Obviously, you get more in defence for centre, but centre. I like the attacking position of oh. of fullback. Mm. Mm. I've always said, Fran, that centre is the hardest position to defend in, in rugby league. Would you would you agree with that? I think a lot of decisions have got to be made whether you're in position or shooting out at line. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do I do think centre is it's um I don't think people quite understand them until you're in that position. I think mm. it's especially hard when you just complete numbers down and you've just been yeah. absolutely isolated and you sort of just have to make a decision. Yeah. And sometimes it obviously pulls off and sometimes not so much. But yeah, it's definitely it is definitely one of the hardest positions to very, very unforgiving. It's the same in you, know. It's just out, outside outside centre. Outside centre. Inside yeah. it's a bit easier, but outside centre, again, you're often caught in a similar situation because yeah. you're always on that edge. So it's, it is a very hard position to play in defence, I think. Agreed. Mm. Um Ian's asked a question on Twitter now. Ian is a massive advocate of the women's game. He's constantly he I think he goes to quite a lot of the games and is constantly shouting about it. He's got two questions. And the first one is pie related. Right. <laughs> now, a bit of story to this. Last season or previous seasons in the stands at Headingley, the pies were done by Wilsons. Okay. And we've me and Eddie would constantly mention mention it because we'd want a Wilson, we want Wilson's pie to sponsor us, so we got free pies. Okay. This year, I'm sad to confirm that they replaced him with pucker pies, right. which isn't good enough. But anyway, Ian has asked, if you and Kira Bennett had to share a Wilson's pie, would you be able to agree in a filling and what would it be? I think we would, to be fair. I think we would. I think I think we'd probably both go steak. But I don't know, because Kira's a bit, just a bit like that. She sometimes likes a more savoury stuff. So I no, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna. I think we would. I think we would. And Ian's other question was: uh, Which NRLW players are you most looking forward to facing? That's a good question. Wow. And also, dancing past and scoring. Yeah. Oh, I haven't really thought about that. Um, probably like Millie Boyle or mm. McGregor. Um, and then also, obviously, Elsie Albert's playing as well. So mm. probably, probably them. Um, got a bit of taste of Elsie Albert at the World Cup, and World I would, Cup. Not, mm. would not like to take a shot from her. Mm. Um, would so, you take yeah. a shot from Kira, um, Caitlin Beavers? Oh yeah, I just yeah. dance around. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, another. Um, oh, can I? Sorry. Nah, it's good. Me and Caitlin get along. She, she apps the hits she puts in. I think she's she reads centre so well. I think she's great yes. in centre position. That's a good um, tangent. Yeah, the hit on Tara the other week was just. It was good, monster. wasn't it? Absolute it was monster good. hit. One of the nah, it was made ten things. times better than it was all over the media. I bet Tara mm. absolutely loved that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, speaking of Caitlin, actually, then is obviously I know you you and George are a sort of. Are, are those sort of beacons or you know you're all the first sort of people doing this in, in the women's game in Britain 
Is there anyone else in the Women's Super League that you think sort of next? I mean, I would have thought Caitlin was probably up one of those names Tara. up there. I would have thought Tara, Tara. Stanley was one of the one of the names up there. I want to steal. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you think are sort of the next names that, oh, that, yeah, that might go down there in terms of the that pedigree? I definitely agree with you on that, that Caitlin and Tara, I think they they would definitely hold their own in playing in that. And then uh, a couple of years, I think Kira will go out. I think her pass and her ability is, and her defence is really good. Um, and then probably just like Leah Burke, I think she could she could definitely yeah. put a name name out there. I think there's quite a few, to be fair. I think, mm. think it's definitely growing and the more the more it gets noticed, I think the more players will definitely go over. And if you... Go on, Richard. Sorry, I was just saying, I think with you guys going down there, obviously it's great for you, it's great for your personal development, but I think it also brings the England game up as well because you will be getting experience in the NRL. Hopefully more will go down there. Their women's game is ahead of ours, let's let's face it. So, you know, if if more women are going down playing down there, then our England team are going to get better and make those contests against Australia and New Zealand hopefully better. Um, but then it also means that we've got more people coming up through the system in our in our league as well. So um, I think the more the merrier down there. No, I think it's massive that um, it might also just open it up that some of the Aussies are come over here and mm-hmm. bridge that bridge that gap a bit. I think we know where we need to get to twenty twenty five, and I think that'll only help us get there and the skill set to grow um, and for us to be able to be put on a platform that more people and the wider audience will will be able to see. You mentioned there about some of the Australian or Kiwi ladies coming over to play over here. Of course, Georgia Hale has yeah. come over. Has she been, she had a, a, a big impact around the squad? Oh, she's been massive for us. I mm. think just her experience yeah. um, and her ability and her knowledge um just massively, massively helps on on the training pitch. You can just take little, little um, pockets of knowledge that she's got and bring it into bring it into the game. And I think massively helps to have a person like her around training um, with having new combinations um, and things like that. I think that just makes it a lot easier. Um, and she's a great asset to have have within Leeds. Um, so I definitely think that that's improved our standards. Absolutely. We're lucky to have her. Really, yeah. Definitely. Are we on to the teammates? I've got Rita. one more question. Have you got one more? Go ahead, my I've saved it. Um, and it's from uh, me and you, 2010. Would you come back to the Rhinos, Fran? Oh, yeah, massively. I think Good. a club like that, you can't, you can't not. I think. Promises. <laughs> no, I think I think at some point I will definitely come back. Um, obviously, I don't really know where this journey will take me, but I think a club like that, I think, um, I hope they would always have me back. So. I made the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> we would. We would. So we're just going to rattle off a few teammates' questions. Right, here we with go. you. Um, I'll go first. Who... As we said just before, Fran, you could be as open as you want because you're leaving <laughs> these rhinos. So you know, oh yeah, you're leaving. A, yeah, in a couple of weeks you're getting on a plane, that so they're not going to come and get you. That can be open and honest. <laughs> <about>. <laughs> uh, the first one. Who's the fastest teammate you've um, ever had? Probably Ellie Frains up there. Um, mm. 
Caitlin's up there. Caitlin. Um, past, uh, obviously, Courtney. Courtney would have been up there. Mm. Um, yeah, I think them three, them three are definitely the fastest that we've got. Are you faster than them? That's a good question. I think you want to answer that. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. I'd I, like I, to think that's, so. that's a yes. Like... <laughs> Very modest yes. <laughs> so on the flip side of that, then, who's the slowest? Oh, that's well harsh. Um... Nah, that's too harsh. Um... Just let it hang, Reese. Yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Are we going past answer. or present? Past or present? Where, where, wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to take it. I'll tell you what. Say Danica's, a union player. Danica's say a union not going to like me for this. Danica is not going to like. Danica. Danica. I would put her in that category. Oh dear. She's, She's on Channel like Four tonight. Out, you know. Did you hear Probably that, Danica? Won't. It's fine. I can take it. It's okay. And plus, oh, you're flying at the other side of the world. So. Yeah. <laughs> She'll probably chase me for that one. <laughs> um, who's the best dressed teammate best dressed. you've ever had? That, that's a nice one. I can't Although really you are we've got many. <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends on style. It does. Um, it does. Tyra Moxon's all right. Um, mm. Who else? Sophie Robinson. Mm. She's good. She always colour coordinates. She likes mm. to have it all set out. Yeah. Um, Shannon's sneaker game. Her shoes are always immaculate. Really? She's got a good sneaker game. Um, yeah, probably them. Probably them. Oh, three. Nice. And you probably guess where the next question's going. On the flip side of that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst dressed? Ella's not going to like me for this, but Ella Johnson, she needs to sort herself out. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just, I'm, she not just even, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to say anyone else I just, just, <laughs> just a real standout <laughs> yeah. that was a sh- as strong a standout as everyone saying ch- uh, Keith Senior was the cheapskate <laughs> yeah uh, we asked oh, that, about four or five people questions. from the area who's the cheapskate and Keith Senior straight away was like that with like three or four people so it was the same response you gave there um, so, oh do you want to ask that one then? Yeah. Who's the tightest teammate? Mm. Who never gets around of drinks? Who's tight? Who's the tight I'm one? Sorry, I don't think there is. A... I'd probably say me. Really? I'm I'm quite bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uni student. I'm quite like, I'm just like, nah, don't have the money for that. No. Unless my mum gives me some pocket money. Then I'll fork out, but yeah, I'd probably I'd probably have to take it for that. Oh, very honest. So sticking with our order, who's the funniest in the squad? Funniest teammate. I'd have to go Kira. I she's yeah. hilarious. I think yeah. she just she's one of those characters that it's just hilarious. Anything that she comes out with, but she comes out with some absolute strange things that you just like, <laughs> what the hell? And then Courtney. Courtney and just her mannerisms I think. <laughs> she's just hilarious and just the way the way she like she's super tight on herself so just how she reacts to her own behaviors is hilarious <laughs> it's so funny and the accent feel... they 
it ten times better. Makes it better. I feel like we should have Kira ask some of these questions on the mailbag. Least <laughs> we should ask Kira to set up some questions because clearly she's got. Should do. She's should got do. Some, some questions for us all. Oh. Um, the next question from your teammates. Who's the most boring? Who's the boring one? Now that's tight. Boring in what sense? In the boring. Sense. Yeah, they're just in boring. Sense. <laughs> boring. They're just yeah. boring. Shannon's boring in the fact that she doesn't come out, doesn't socialise. That's boring. There you go. That is boring. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> boring. Sounds yeah, like it. Gonna, sounds like it's Shannon. I'm just going to stick with that. Because I think, I think it's too harsh. I think she can take it. The next I've one's got, a nice one. Yeah, I've got a nice one for a change because I feel like we did this in wrong order. Um, who's the most intelligent? There you go. Compliment time. Uh, I think Ellie Frayne is actually really smart, but she just doesn't mm. come across as smart. I think she's mm. one of them people that's quite ditzy, but she's actually really smart. Intelligent. Um, and Kira. Kira's really smart. She's too smart. Mm. Like Too it. smart. Yeah. We're gonna have to get Kira on this pod race. <laughs> She's smarter than us. This was not we're hard, but it's not get a her good on. thing either. We'll have to get her on. <laughs> Biggest drinker, Fran. Nah, I think I, I know the think, answer to this. I yeah, think I think we know the answer to this. I don't think I need to answer this question. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Hannah Butcher takes that all day long. But was it Butcher Budweiser? I think Danica yeah. called her. <laughs> They should sponsor her. They should do an ad all on Hannah Butcher. <laughs> and I think they'd get more more buyers because I do. She, she loves a Budweiser. Just pay Hannah in, in Bud. Yeah, I think yeah, she'd be them. very, very happy with that. Creates a Bud. Another Arise, we have to get Hannah on as well because. With a but we'll have to do that in person with a crate of Budweiser each. Yes, 100%. see who lasts the longest. 100%. See who lasts the longest. <laughs> I mean, you don't drink. You don't drink. Yeah, well, she probably would do. Yeah, <laughs> Danica was describing like some of the nights out she hears. I'm like, Christ, I'm not doing that. I get no. alive. No way. No way. <laughs> so on the flip side of the biggest drinker, then who's the lightweight? Probably Kira. I think Kira's the one who's had to be taken home the most. <laughs> Honestly. She's even had to got to the point where Lois has had to take her home. Lois has said, and come that's, on. That's like, a low like blow. Come that's on. a low blow when that's happening. Lois playing mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's the best trainer? Who's the best trainer, teammate? Um... Tara works hard. Uh, Kira, Caitlin, um, Danny Anderson. I think there's quite a few. I think there is. And Beth Beth Lockwood's really good as well. Um, yeah, I'd probably say them. And on the flip side, <laughs> who's the worst trader? I think this is quite harsh because I think they do a lot of travel, but I never see Sam do all. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Um, now nah, that's quite harsh because they travel, so they have to fit Jim in, in and around um, training. Um, How far do they travel? Oh, it takes some ages. They set off at like three o'clock and get there mm. by like six. From yeah. where? Newcastle. Newcastle. From Newcastle, right. Yeah, God. northeast. 
Yeah. So they do a lot of traveling. Um, I don't think anyone's that. I think everyone's pretty, hmm? pretty on it with the training. Is there a teacher's pet in the squad? Is there someone? Yes, Lois. No, Lois. <laughs> Three bags full, Lois. <laughs> Kira's, Kira's quite bad for that. Yeah. He doesn't. Oh, yeah. Kira's 90% of these answers. <laughs> Honestly, no, but it's true. Like, she just, she doesn't like to put a foot wrong. She's yeah. always like, oh, got to do this right. Got to do that. Yeah, she's the worst for it. But Caitlin's the same as well. But Caitlin will t- say no. But especially when Gibbos were here, mm. Gibbo, Caitlin was Gibbo's favourite. <laughs> he could get away with anything. <laughs> is there anyone you'd prefer not to be stuck in a lift with not to not to Tasha I'm there's a lot of people that don't want to be stuck in a lift with you considering Probably. what you were saying earlier, <laughs> saying earlier Gaines, I would hate that because it'd be funny but it'd get to the point where she'd just be going crazy like to the point where I think the elevator would snap and you'd plummet to your death <laughs> she'd do so much stupid she'd be pressing all the buttons she'd be doing everything so I'd probably have to say to Ash <laughs> it'd be interesting if we do get one of the other women's players on that question or how many of these questions that Fran is the oh, I'd be on more than half 100% 100% someone's uh, got to take the title it's fine yeah exactly and the last one, and thank you for coming on. We've loved you, your time and wish you all the best over in us and we will be watching you. Who's the most skillful teammate you've ever had? I think you may have mentioned her earlier. I think Georgia Roach. I think she yeah. um, stands out for me. Um, mm. She just has that natural ability and natural flair. I think yeah. she's probably the best player that is plays for, is I've played with. Mm-hmm. Fran it's been fantastic we've chuffed to have you on uh, we wish you all the best we are as we said earlier we are devastated that you're leaving the Rhinos but on the flip side we want you to go out there to the NRL and absolutely smash it and each and every one of us Rhinos fans will be supporting you from here and if you need some Yorkshire tea the Lot Pod will send you some Yorkshire perfect. tea perfect um, to Australia. No, thank you for having me on. It's been no, it's been an absolute, it's been our pleasure. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Reese. We'll be back with for to review the Wigan game later in the week. Take care, everyone.